0: All right, welcome. We are taping this Wednesday, July 14th, and we have a name, The Etcetera Show. How are you guys feeling about this? It's been a week of The Etcetera Show. Obviously, lots of excitement around the country about how we finally named ourselves and we're The Exceder Show.
2: People can't stop talking about it, really. Yeah.
0: I've I told I mean, all the stop. hype about
1: the Washington football team—we've we, overshadowed any future announcement. With, I mean, right? Yeah. Gears yes. Gear flying out the shop, and it's just mm-hmm. gear. You're selling
0: gear. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not seeing it that much. But what but do,
2: what I, I do? He's selling it out of the back it's... of a van. Yeah. He's just <laughs> he's bootlegging T-shirts,
0: Paul Gun Paris matches, et cetera, show. Conference.
1: That's I When said. I first moved to When I first moved to Pittsburgh, a friend of mine told me that who I met here said, you know, the, the best donuts I've had in Pittsburgh are some guy downtown who sells them like Saturday nights out of the back of his car at like eleven o'clock at night. I'm like, I don't think those are legal donuts, man. Yeah, uh,
2: man. I, yeah, I, mean, I, I think was, there's a
1: little something
0: extra in that recipe. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's that's uh that's that's shady. That's some yeah, shady business right there.
0: Something you should not ingest. It'll, it'll be bad. But, but but I'll tell you, maybe we should start talking about this because I'm seeing. I was telling you guys about this YouTube guy. I want to get on soon. He's selling his own merch. More of these places. If you're a podcast or a goofy YouTube channel, you've got your merch. Don't if you've got a it. logo,
2: there's no reason not to put it on a T-shirt and a mug.
0: All right, that's your next bet. We need a logo. So if you're out there and you say, I want to create an Etcetera show logo, there you go. And, and we'll give you credit. We won't catch I, you in I would process. prefer
2: if it says, this is the cetera show logo, the okay. whole thing. Like, it all has to say all of it. Yes, yes. <laughs> you can't just say the Etcetera show. It has okay. to be, this is the cetera <laughs> show logo. Yeah, we're not going <laughs> to... You you, in the you, province, you're the graphic so. designer. You can decide whether or not it has to right. say official. This is the official, the Etc. Show logo. That you know, maybe too wordy, and then, too crowded. It, the logo needs to be a face. Uh, take the
1: Ooh. two Marcus Allens, the two Mike Sullivans, and merge oh, yeah. those four faces into
0: one.
2: Into <laughs> <Wow>. one face.
0: <laughs> what would that look like? <laughs> I'm not sure. All right. So, yeah, hey, if you want to do it, Maybe uh, a logo
2: that says "I'm Marcus Allen and I approve yeah. the center of the show. <laughs> if you Listen, would, well, I'm coming up with T-shirt ideas already. This is
0: right. we gotta get this going.
2: <laughs> well, if you want
0: your logo, send it to us. We'll give you credit. We won't cut you the profits, but we'll give you an ad or a, <laughs> we'll have you on as a guest one night. It'll be good. But yeah, so hey, maybe we near merch sometime. Um, well, let's um. Thank you, guys, for talking about the Steelers. We probably spent half the show last week um, talking about our ideas. And, man, so we were talking to our buddy, Brian Davis, and did you see how quick we got the approval? He loved the ideas. So, hey, what we did, I'm not sure if he read them, but he, he liked the ideas. Uh, so we're ready <laughs> to move forward. And, guys, I'm a little scared. Two weeks from now, we'll still do, do the Exciter Show, probably a little shorter than we normally do it. And we're taping the first Steelers Power Half Hour show that you'll see the following Saturday. So, two and a half weeks mm-hmm. from now, that's why we're telling you, um, subscribe to Behind the Steel Curtain. You should be already subscribed to Ohioan. Hey, you're allowed to subscribe to two uh, podcasts. That'll be great. And you'll well, start only two. to see, Yeah, only two. <laughs> you better not subscribe <laughs> to anything else. My, <laughs> you. Right. And Right. And, and you'll see me, Paul, and Joe... Um, coming to your feed on another podcast. Can you imagine that us coming into your feed on two different podcasts? Wow! Isn't that a sign? Like of the that uninvited I... guests that you can't get rid of.
2: Yes. Yeah, man.
0: <laughs> it's, exactly. It's got to be one of the signs of the internet.
2: But you can't get yeah. rid of them because we're all Midwestern, right? And it's too rude to just say you gotta you gotta go.
0: <laughs> and this is next... over. You
2: gotta go home. <laughs>
0: <laughs> next week, and we got to prepare for this. We probably won't do it here on the air, but maybe we can talk about this next week. You will hear us on uh, behind the steel curtain. Uh, we've been asked to appear on the show. I believe it's called the Curtain Call. You know, for the steel curtain, we'll be on for fifteen minutes promoting our show. So, so we got to talk about how we're going to do this. I mean, yeah, you know, you, know, you think of, it's we're like kind of, it. of oh, so it's like a where's Waldo? Can you find us in this picture?
2: Well, yeah, man.
0: I would put it this way. We're kind of like um, I saw him on YouTube. LeBron was on Jimmy Kimmel last night. I'm like, wow. It's great. You'll see LeBron on that main talk shows. So I tuned it in and you know, LeBron comes out and he wasn't coming in hot. He wasn't too fired up. But hey, he was like, hey, I'm LeBron. I don't appear that much. What do you, you got for me? So we got to figure out how we're going to come on this show. We can't be sitting here uh, here we are Listen to us. We got to come in fired up so, so we got to figure out what we're going to yell about.
1: I'll oh, come on with a Pumani sandwich in my mouth. Yes. <laughs> or
0: or – or well, yeah, you know, I'm thinking about don't talk yelling talk with your
2: mouth full, man. That's like – I want the sandwich. <laughs> the sandwich is right. great. Like, but I don't really want to watch you eat it. <laughs> we we got to come to fire up. I – I, I've,
0: I've been watching oh, some, some of the feedback on the channel. I was telling these guys beforehand. Some people are like, "Man, these guys from Ohio, what's up?" This is a Steelers channel, so maybe I was telling these guys beforehand. Maybe I need to get fired up about Browns and Bengals and say say why the Browns and Bengals sink and the fans sink. So maybe I should pretty much call out everybody in Ohio. And you know, I might not be welcome back, but at least I'll be welcome to the Steelers family. It'd be great. Swinging big.
2: Get yourself yeah. booted from the state. Oh. <laughs>
1: from Ohio. That will be great. <laughs> no more interviews with Mike DeWine's
0: press secretary. Yeah, right. right? Right. But John Kasich. Uh, you know, John Kasich was a suicide fan, we heard. so.
2: That's true.
0: Fantastic.
2: But well, who is he now? He's just a guy.
0: Yeah, he's a guy. Um, okay, so let's summarize. Uh, show begins in two weeks. You'll hear it on your podcast feed in two and a half. Uh, next week the curtain call behind the steel curtain. We'll come on and we'll we'll talk there. It could even go real well or real bad, so tune in. You gotta listen in, it'll be interested to see what happens. So all right, so we're gonna do a lot more than just talk Steelers news. Um I really didn't see that much Steelers news anyway. There was a big day of yelling and screaming about Big Ben. Uh, uh-huh. is Big Ben healthy? Is he in great shape? Is he in bad shape? Guys, it's July. We have nothing else to talk about. Right. Our, our buddies at behind the steel curtain were uh, debating who should be the special teams captain of the is last night. And, hey, that's fine. Yeah, no discussion. That's great. But it tells you it's July. There's not much going on. We haven't signed anybody. So we're, we're going to take the path where we're not going to talk about all tonight. We've got a bunch of new stuff to talk about. Um, Hey, it is July.
1: I'm in Pittsburgh. It is our annual rite of passage to talk about whether Ben is currently overweight or not. It's like a national holiday for
0: us. Don't deprive us of that. Did you stick with it, Paul? I mean, how long did you stick with it on Sports Talk Radio?
1: Oh, I I just – I know that's just something we blab about.
0: (laughs) Right, but, like, did you listen to it on the way home on – suckay or did you just like rip the doll off and say, "I'm not listening to stuff anymore? No,
1: I just know that that's typically what occupies most of our Julys, whether Ben's in shape or not,
0: yeah,
2: then there's a lot of stories saying that he actually is in pretty good shape that he's watching the diet and and actually you know working really hard towards that and uh i I hate that my Facebook feed has decided that I am interested in Colin Cowherd's show (laughs) uh, because that guy has nothing good to say about anything that happens with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So it just it is always really gets under my skin. And so this time he takes – I didn't even really – I didn't even click on it to watch it or anything. I just sort of read the little description or whatever. But apparently he's crabbing about the fact that you know like Ben is Ben, and he's not going to have really like taking like paying attention to his diet now is irrelevant, like you should have been doing that fifteen years ago, and then you would be in the class of Tom Brady and you know whoever else he was talking about. I think he mentioned uh uh Russell Wilson or something uh I cannot wait to watch all of these people eat their words. After this season, I, it baffles me to no end that the guy always comes out with great numbers and good records and, you know, just performs amazingly and seemingly with zero run game. And, and they think that this is evidence that he's not any good anymore. Like, what are you talking about? I don't I don't well, understand. Here's what frustrates me. Why can't the answer be somewhere in the middle? Like there's some guy who had
0: this story that was the talk of Pittsburgh, saying that, oh, he's more likely to be an NFL MVP than be benched. What is he interested in? Mill like Ben's not gonna win the NFL MVP, and Ben won't get benched. He'll be all right. I, I don't you know, know if he's... reasonable
2: answers are are, uh, are are anywhere near the business of sports talk radio.
1: <laughs> well. We don't His do that mind. in any avenue of
0: life anymore. It's one, it's, <laughs> right. there's, there's no happy middle anymore. That's... Well, and honestly, we're going to be talking about this in two weeks as we get into the sewers talk. So let, let's leave it at this and we'll get to the news because we got to save it for when we hit the big time of, of behind the steel curtain talk. But it's, to me, it's going to depend on if the offensive line gets better and if Najee Harris can develop into a decent running back. If he does that, that takes the pressure off Big Ben, Big Ben has a better year. Uh, If Big Ben's got through, what, 80, 90 times a game like he did last year, it's probably not going to be a great year for Big Ben. But he's probably not getting benched because usually Big Ben stays in the game. So it's somewhere. They're paying
2: that guy too much money to have him ride the bench.
0: And if this is his last year, they probably won't let him ride the bench. (laughs) Things off to go haywire. And you won't. The sooners are good enough not I to. I mean, get j- just remember games. who comprises our bench at the moment. I mean, it's not
1: like <laughs> <Right>. Tomlin's like <laughs> chomping at the pit to unleash one of those guys.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Not like we so, got Trevor Lawrence burning a hole on the bench
0: <laughs> Well, and I saw the tweet the other day when Duck Hodges had to start most of the games, the Steelers still went eight and eight. And, and again, I'm not predicting Super Bowl for the Steelers this year. They're not going 0 seventeen either. It'll be somewhere in the middle. They still have to decent defense. Let's just hope that Najee Harris is okay and the running back's okay where Big Ben doesn't have to be a game manager but Big Ben can't be throwing it 50 times a game. If you can get something in the middle, the series could actually be half decent this year, but we're not going to know that. And I'll be honest with you, to me, yeah, Big Ben in shape helps more than Big Ben not in shape, but that doesn't mean everything. I mean, Big Ben could be in the best shape of his life and be a horrible quarterback next year. Yeah, you know, Ben Ben could be slightly out of shape.
2: What are you, what are you and, saying?
0: What? It's,
2: <laughs> why are you it's saying? It's
0: mid-July. That? That's why. Oh. I mean, come on. I mean, we're we're sitting here, and again, that's why we're not only a Steelers podcast here because we can't be beating this up. Could, could you imagine if since February we just said, "Dang it, we're gonna have to talk Steelers for an hour and a half." I mean, we'd be hating each other by now. Yeah. I mean, I'll be driving down to yeah. Mississippi trying to beat you up or in, driving to Pennsylvania or something. Fair, That's drive, fair.
2: So. That's a long drive, too. So. Yes,
0: very long. Okay. Drive. Here, here's the hot take. The season's going to
1: depend on Ben's grooming. Think about yeah. it. Last year, if you remember, start of the season, he had, like, that GQ look and a neatly right. trimmed beard. And then as the season went, he got a little shaggy again and everything went downhill. So, he might have like a Samson quality to him, where that was instead of real... letting the hair grow, you've got to keep it shorn pretty tight.
2: Absolutely, yep. that's the real story, and it has nothing to do with me coming on the podcast.
0: It might be, yep. and I'm standing by that. <laughs> oh, you're fine. <laughs> I, I think it probably had to do with COVID. It probably. If has we to with... lose
2: the first five games, you guys are booting right. me from this thing, aren't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, just tell me. Just be real. I'm off <laughs> if they lose the first five games. No, no, I, I
1: think I think we'll experiment. Who, like each one of us take a turn being off, and we'll see if that <laughs> fixes the
0: problem. Isolate the problem. Yeah, but we'll have, uh, you know, they'll have replacements. You know, what I mean, they already talked about hey, somebody could. You know, sub for you if you're missing one. So I'll have the Australian <sighs> guys on, or uh, who knows? Who knows. It, 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 maybe it's, I need uh, to go back to being negative because
1: Joe came on. I started to have a positive outlook. Maybe the Steelers, maybe they depend on me just being cynical.
2: Maybe okay. that's the key. I mean, sometimes they help that by playing the way they do.
0: <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Here's the rough thing. I'm looking forward to talking about this series. I'm looking forward to have fun. Uh, we'll be a little goofy. I mean, that's what people have said about this Steelers thing. I I've been paying a little bit more attention to picture media than I have in the past since you know this whole sort of thing got announced. There is some crabby, just awful people. I I mean, I've been looking more <laughs> at Mark Madden's t- Twitter timeline, and I'm like, dude. I mean, I know Mark's a grumpy guy. I mean, I know Mark's a cynical dude, but have you seen Mark Madden's Twitter? No. Nope. Oh, my gosh. It's, you know, I mean, it's yelling at everybody. It's all this other stuff. And, um, you know, Mark's a uh, – Paul, you probably have heard him since you're in the Pittsburgh area. Mark's a grumpy guy. Okay, yeah, we, we all can be grumpy, but my gosh. <laughs> I mean, I get grumpy when the Steelers lose, but, I mean, Mark's just – oh, <laughs> just, I I don't know what to say. I mean, it's tough. I I think one of the guys that's going to be in the show that will be on tomorrow, uh, not tomorrow, next Next week, week. he was the guy that got in a Twitter war with um, Mark Madden. Maybe we could bring that during our appearance. There we go. I want to hear more about that. It should be fun. So, I don't know. Well, let's (laughs) talk about some other stuff. Or I'm going to get grumpy. I will not want to talk about the Steelers anymore. Well, Well, there you go. We'll (laughs) we'll go on two weeks and start talking about, I don't know. The Pirates draft? Yeah, the Pirates, no, we won't talk about that either. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't take 10 minutes of coverage of the Pirates travel in, Uh a season, oh, that'd be rough. All right, well, hey, just some fun news. We've got a bunch of news. We're not going to get to everything. I just wanted to mention some of the stuff was out there. Uh, lots of weird things. Um, Subway, I don't think anybody I podcast with or any friends of mine, anybody likes Subway, because every time I bring up Subway, I get just – mocked and everything, but did you see that Subway has a new menu?
2: A new menu?
0: Yes. Do they have new sandwiches new? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and they said we're going healthy. Uh, it was funny. Uh, they were, said, were
2: they not before?
0: What well, healthier. <laughs> that was healthier. their claim to fame. Right. We're going to even be healthier. They had this deal where they were giving away, I think it was up to a million sandwiches, where if you went in at 10 a.m. at any Subway, as long as they had, like, they allowed to sub to give away mm-hmm. a certain number. And if you say, hey, you won the free sandwich, they would give this new turkey that had bacon and it was a little bit more healthier and stuff. My wife actually tried it, but they said, well, you have to buy the drink and the chips. And my wife's like, what? It was still a good deal, but she didn't want to buy stuff. She just wanted a sandwich. She didn't want a drink or chips or anything. And I, I thought it was strange. I, I don't know. Is this, is this just a marketing ploy? I mean, they closed up their restaurants early on Monday so they could open early on Tuesday. I mean, it was just like, hey, we're cranking out this new menu. Check it out. No, thanks.
1: Unless they this become sponsors very... of the show.
0: Yeah, of course.
2: Of course. Then, mmm, what a delicious sandwich.
0: <laughs> it's called the Eat Fresh Refresh Unveal. Geez, say that fifty times. Eat fresh. Eat refresh, fresh. See. Refresh. Yeah, man.
2: Eat fresh. And refresh. They
0: were giving away up to a million free subs from ten a.m. to noon. Uh the first fifty customers who came in on Tuesday said, um, "You know, I like a free sub," and they'll give you a. Oh, it's actually called a Turkey Cali Fresh sub. Now, oh, these, so it's
2: a it's a specific one, right? Oh, so they're just trying to push this Turkey Cali Fresh thing right now.
0: Okay. That's my understanding. Oh, it has to
2: be on the hearty multigrain bread.
0: Yeah. Um, Mm. No, thanks. roasted turkey, (laughs) hickory smoked bacon, smashed avocado. So it's not just avocado. It's smashed avocado. Uh, Mozzarella, mayo, spinach. It's kind of like a spread, it looks like. Yeah. I'm an avocado guy. Have you guys, do you like avocado?
2: Um, I've, nope. there's a couple of sandwiches around here that I used to get that would have avocado on it, and I'd be all right with it. Like it, it, it blended well with this one particular sandwich that I was getting here in Jackson. So, uh, but on the whole, no. <laughs> Just eating an avocado, like, it it has this gritty texture a lot of times that I'm just not a big fan of. So it's kind of got to be in something or whatever. Otherwise, like, I'm just sitting around eating an avocado. I don't think so.
0: The, the other big news <laughs> from the Subway thing is they're not changing the tuna fish. Uh, I think we talked about this before. Um, Subway was sued. It was a class action lawsuit saying, hey, your tuna is not real. But um, they...
2: Is imaginary?
0: Yeah, they, they said in the New York Times investigation, kind of crazy. New York Times is investigating this. Uh, they like it's DNA, not tuna. Yeah, they tested DNA samples and say, "Hey, there's
2: no tuna here." They DNA tested a tuna sandwich. Right. I, I mean, I'm just gonna say that out loud one more time. They <laughs> DNA tested a tuna sandwich. Well, I mean. Last president
0: was a populist president that you know wanted to do it his own way. So investigations are due to happen. So we used to investigate the president. Now we're investigating tuna sandwiches. Take that! Somewhere. They found
1: that tuna was not That's... the father.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Good. Very interesting. So, yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not trying to eat any. Oh, you know, what? I hate saying that because they say I'm not going to do any more subway than like a. Yeah, you know, like uh, abuse food eater. I come back. I come back to the abuse. So watch probably on Thursday. I'll have a big footlong. That'd be great.
2: When when it comes to, like a a deli sandwich like that, mm-hmm. there are other restaurants and even other chains. I'm not going to mention them by name. That I would prefer. Like if I if I have a choice, then that would happen. But if I'm in a place where I want it, you know. I want a turkey sub and uh, and the, the Subway is the closest or only one available, then I'll eat it. But my preference is for other places because I, fa- I have found in my own personal experience that most of the time the sandwich is a lot thinner and uh, uh, not as hearty as a, a sandwich that I would get from another place. Okay. Yeah. Until they're a sponsor, I'm not saying the name of the other place, but
0: <laughs> I like the idea of a sub sandwich. Subway, like you said, I said, I'm an abused food either. I don't like it if I keep going back to it. So, yeah, I need a better one. You know, there's some other places like Jimmy John's and other places like that, they're usually more expensive. Subway's a little cheaper, I guess you get what you pay for. So, I guess that's where you're wanting. Eh, so,
2: I guess that's yeah. true, but you, yeah. but. Yeah, I, if I'm going, if that's what I'm going to have, I would prefer the sandwich to have a lot more meat to it. So, you know, an extra little bit usually doesn't bother me.
0: Definitely. All right. Well, let's talk about some other stuff. Um, it was interesting. I actually watched this for a little bit, uh, not live, but on YouTube. Uh, Richard Branson. I know he was talking about going to space for a long time. Didn't realize Sunday was a day. It just kind of came up on everybody, of surprise um he was with uh looked like about eight other people and they flew to space. they flew there and they flew back uh I think it was like five hundred miles up above the earth they went a uh, ninety minute trip they literally went into space uh they had four minutes of weightlessness, which you know means they were floating you know in the in the aircraft and they came back down uh kind of interesting I'm hearing that these flights. Uh, would eventually cost between fifty and a hundred thousand bucks, so a little bit out of our price range. But I can imagine if you're that seems
2: to be that's like a fifty, that's like a hundred percent increase. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's not like fifty or a hundred
0: thousand. Not like what? That's heard, a lot. It's well, double. I, honestly, I've heard various different things. So that quote was different news reports I read, and people Where's are probably you're guessing. Trying
2: right? to
0: go. <laughs> Well, I mean, I guess the same I mean you're technically going into space now it's a very short bit of view, yeah, I mean, you literally will look out and, and you're floating around now again you're only floating around for four minutes. you don't have to wear space suits necessarily. I mean, I think you're wearing more protective equipment, but you're not putting helmets over your head, you're not moonwalking walking or anything else like that um. And
1: stop honestly, me. if you get the $50,000 seats, me. that means your knees are up in your chest because of the seat in front of you. Hey,
2: well, man, really? I pay that kind yeah. of money to to go up in space. I'm going to moonwalk down the aisle. That, <laughs> don't even tell me when that cart's coming. I am going to moonwalk.
0: Well, you're not going to see, you know, common people as much on this. I mean, you, you, it's what? a bar. Hey, if, Le- if LeBron, well, of course, goes, they I will.
2: They'll every child in the inner city will take a ride on this thing, right? Because they <laughs> all have that kind of cash.
0: That brings up to the point of his story. They're saying, uh, Branson, once he came back, and my wife was saying something. Like, thankfully, it would have been kind of embarrassing if it didn't go okay, like you know, if horrifyingly they died <laughs> or something. But I mean, the trip went well, they went up and they came back down. And everybody's okay. Um, he announced they're gonna have a sweepstakes. They're gonna have at least two winners to sign up, and it goes to the charity. It's a hundred bucks a ticket. So, and you even can the
2: ticket for the lottery is too much money,
0: right? <laughs> but you can't have it for everybody. You can't say everybody who gets vaccinated gets a ticket.
2: Whoever <laughs> wins gets goes to space. I mean, you know. Makes but if you actually won that vaccine million, you could actually use it to buy a ticket to go yeah. into space. I think everyone would have too many bills
0: to pay. I mean, you could. You could use it for whatever you <laughs> want to do, but I'd have too many
1: bills. And, and here's the other well, thing. I have, a, I have a medical condition. I could never pull that trip off. But other than that, I, I'm, yeah. I'd I be going tomorrow. Uh, oh, you would go? If you had the money? or No. No. Okay. No. No. <laughs> no. I, I don't like Ferris wheels.
0: No. That's... <laughs> that's- <laughs> That's everything. No. It's only a ninety minute trip. But you you have to think of like when I take my kids somewhere, I, I try to say, Okay, is it worth twenty bucks if you get a whole day of fun? You know what I mean? That way you don't have to take them from place to place. You can be right. there for a couple of hours, it's good. Sure. Man, fifty a hundred thousand for ninety minutes of fun. Wow. That, that doesn't cover half half your afternoon. You then coming. it's a
2: story that you can bore everyone you meet with. <laughs> For the rest of your life. (laughs) I went to space one time. End of conversation. Like, oh, that's interesting. Is that like telling somebody about your fantasy football team?
0: Because, you know, people don't want to hear that. Yes. The only
2: people who care are other people who also play fantasy football.
0: So you'll have to yeah, go... if You're
2: gonna talk about oh, I went to space one time. The only time you will ever have a complete conversation about it is if you accidentally run into some other idiot who also spent that amount of money <laughs> to go to space.
0: Yeah, and you have to spend a lot of money. Or those
2: two people who spend a hundred bucks. True. <laughs>
0: True.
1: Yeah. Yeah, or... I have a hard enough time just ordinary, you know, family dinner parties and stuff trying to be interesting conversations. You bust out the what,
2: space one time. But if, if anybody's go at my next family reunion and starts going, I went to space one time. I'm just like, listen, that's <laughs> that, <sound, laughs> that might have been interesting for you. Uh I'm gonna go <laughs> I'm gonna go play Monopoly in the other room.
0: Here's the everything you just, that's you <laughs> If you win that contest, you go up on there, maybe it's not about the Going to space, but just think about this. Last time I was on first class on the flight, um, former Senator John McCain was in first class with us. Love John mm-hmm. McCain. It was a great experience. Um, it was the Arkansas Attorney General was on first class with us. There was a guy with a guitar. He looked—I I didn't recognize him, but he must have been in a band because it looked like he was in a band. I'm sitting here like, if it's a garage band, he's probably not riding first place Class of plane, so I mentioned that you don't say, know
2: his life. Maybe it well, is. Maybe but, he was just riding a first class a bunch of times because he couldn't go to space yet. But what I'm saying, i is... still, I'm still stuck on how
1: Chris, you started that story. Like the last time I was on first <laughs> <Yeah>. class, <laughs>
0: <laughs> my daughter was my daughter. Daughter's going to turn nine, and she was eight months when we were on uh, on first class. Uh, so it was at least eight years old. And my father-in-law gave us uh, mileage to go first class. So, yes, we're, nice. we're not going first class all the time. but mm. uh, No, but what I'm saying is we had that one experience, not once a week. Like, you know, Paul's trying to <laughs> get, make it look like I'm saying. <laughs> but, you know, the thing is, is, okay, so with that, if you – last time I went, if you see all these dignitaries on there, What's going to be the dignitary if you win that space flight trip? So maybe it's not even just going on the space flight, but if you win the ticket and the other people on there are dignitaries, what other people are you going to see if they're all spending a hundred thousand bucks? I mean, you're probably your best
2: shot at somebody who's a celebrity is going to be somebody like Tom Cruise. Like he's going to want to He's like an adventure junkie. He's going to want to do something like that. So he'd pony up the dough for that for sure.
1: So um, more but
2: other than that, it's going to be those guys, you know, how they, they talk about how there's like a couple hundred billionaires in the world. And the yeah. only ones we ever talk about are Bezos and uh, Richard Branson and, uh, you know, that other idiot out in Seattle. Uh, those are the only ones we talk about. There's like a couple hundred others of them. So it's going to be some rich guy from i don't know uh place that's mysteriously has a lot of money and you're like okay. i don't even how does that guy earn that kind of money i don't really want to know global politics um but it's going to be a, a <laughs> plane full of those dudes who do have you, a lot of money and you'd never heard of them before
0: do you think he'll be telling everybody because no one's going to know who he is, but he's going to have to tell everybody in the space capsule, "Hey, I'm a multi-billionaire. Look at me, look at me." Is are you going to be like, "Oh, come on, dude? Yeah, don't talk to me." I mean, I'm oh, the
2: prepared. uh the lottery winner?
0: No, the guy who
2: is the, the guy I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That you're oh, right with. Yeah, like why wouldn't you? Yes, if you're a multi-billionaire guy who's probably a snob anyway you're probably telling everybody or even if you're not telling people you're telling them in like a hundred different ways without using words
0: but yeah
2: it's (laughs) it's going to be
0: annoying to the person they're riding with
2: i think it's more likely that it's more likely that the lottery winners are going to have to keep it hush hush that they got on this plane for a hundred bucks while everybody else paid a couple million
1: (laughs) Does anybody else smell another TV show coming out like this routine oh, yeah. little ninety-minute cruise into space? Oh, they crash into
2: uh, the moon, and land on the shore on this of this uncharted moon of Jupiter.
0: Oh, Wouldn't that be a great idea? <laughs> <laughs> so <okay. laughs> we all sign up for this, <laughs> and we all get excited. So we all give our hundred bucks, and we all win. So it's like all of our wives—well, one each of our one wife. Not that we all have a hundred wives to take with us. So. Oh, you one only wife. have the one wife? Okay. Right. So we're sitting there so we're going to be like, oh man, we're gonna be here with Bezos and Tom Cruise and Tom right. Hanks.
2: No. And it's just a bunch of lottery winners.
0: Yeah. And then to make money, Branson arranges it for it to crash on the moon or something, and you'll stay alive, but now you'll be in a reality show, it's gonna be on CBS as they try to get you off the off the moon. Cool. <laughs> what what a premise for a reality show! You know, there we're you all here. Like, but could you imagine being the the low
1: class lottery winner and just the disdain that the billionaires are going to have looking at you this whole oh, trip? Yeah. Just
2: like, I mean, you and, the, the uh,
1: yeah.
2: yeah, the uh, look at the millionaires on Gilligan's Island. Like, they treated everybody else like crap.
0: Well, and people aren't going to want to talk to you. I mean, you know, I'm sure Tom Cruise is probably nice for some real life, but. If you win the lottery and you're sitting there with Tom Cruise, how long is it going to be until Tom Cruise, is like, dude, <laughs> okay, you said hi to me. I signed your autograph. <laughs> Just leave me alone. <laughs>
2: no, he's going to be riding the outside of there's, the shuttle. He's, there's yeah, only, there's only to the side of be it. hanging off, <laughs> hanging off to the outside <laughs> of the thing, Ugh, jumping out of it in it's order right? to try to land in a helicopter. You're like, what? Don't even, why are you doing that? That's, that's madness. Yeah, but there's only six people yeah, in we this. Hunt thing, them back so. to
1: Earth to go get help.
0: Well, <laughs> and don't you want one person in the flight that knows what they're doing? Like you don't want a bunch of like, uh, you know,
2: what? What? No one knows what they're doing up there, <laughs> right? Who,
0: who would that be? Well, the pilot, right? The pilot should know what he's doing. He's flying. I him. guess. I don't know. But but don't you want like a second? There's probably at least you think there's a crew. There's probably like a co-pilot, right? Just can you imagine? Is there a,
2: is there a flight? Is attendant? it programmed to there do a, its thing?
0: Yeah, I don't like, know.
2: Do they do they heat Somebody's up like a,
1: a stale Coke?
2: Right. There's got to be. There's got to be a. They give you a subway sandwich, a free Cali Fresh, halfway yes. through. <laughs> that would be great. Well, Only just... if you go at 10 a.m. on Tuesday, apparently. Boy, well, you see all these movies about... Like, who these... wants a Subway sandwich at 10 o'clock in the morning? I'm sorry. We're talking about <laughs> space right now. The but... one thing is,
0: you see all these movies about you're on the plane, the pilot gets sick, so you got to go up and try to fly that plane. Sure. Well, you would think for a $100,000 space flight, there's got to be at least two people on that, that can fly the plane. Because then there's one,
2: only four the other people who don't live, eat the
0: fish. Yeah, it's true. Mm. I, I don't know, man. I, I mean, it's kind a of weird. little airplane reference. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I haven't seen an airplane too recently. <laughs> well, and, here, here's the other thing. And too. there has
2: to be somebody on, on the flight that speaks Jive. <laughs> yes,
0: there might be <laughs> <so. laughs> well, well, and, and to throw a bottle reference, you know. What if the rapture happened during that time? You're closer to heaven than you're 500 miles over the earth. You know, hey, you can be the first. But then
1: you get jumped on the rapture trips.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're already pretty close. You're you know? already
2: like halfway there, right? Like, yeah. Whoa, we're halfway there. Yes. Bon Jovi is on the prayer. Jesus and the angels are coming nice. to greet everybody. And well like, done. Whoa,
0: why are you all the way up here? You know? Oh, it's tough.
2: So if you're in the air and the rapture happens, what about all of the people who are rising up into the clouds? Do you have to, like, dodge them?
0: Or do you have to wait for them? Yeah, that's true. Oh, (laughs) yeah, if you're
2: not a Christian. This is something that I think people have not worried (laughs) enough about. All (laughs) of the planes that are in the air, when the rapture happens, are those people going to end up going through those planes? Hmm. Especially if you're 500
0: miles up. I mean, it's right. one if you're like 3,000 feet in the air, but if you're 500 yeah. miles up,
2: man, that's tough. I, don't, I really don't know the difference. If you're 3,000 feet in the air and your plane comes crashing to the ground, it's six and one, man.
1: <laughs> I can could, I could imagine my rapture trip being like, you know, face planting into about 10 seagulls. Smacking Ooh. into four
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. different
1: airplane
0: wings
2: <laughs> <laughs> bouncing
1: off the moon,
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: and you wonder too how fast right through a
2: thundercloud, the whole deal I, I mean how fast <laughs> are you going up I mean if you're rising for the air, I don't know what does scripture tell us, Paul <laughs> yes. about how fast <laughs> we will rise into the clouds to be with so Jesus,
1: that, now you want biblical support for the rapture. I want biblical support <laughs> yes,
2: yes. for For the logistical technicalities of the event of the rapture, man, that's got to be in one of those one of one of those physics problem depends on your weight. Can you? Well, then we're into scientific principles of like mass versus like. (laughs) I can't calculate the physics of that. Can you
1: imagine? That's why
2: you
0: go bald, so you're, you're more aerodynamic.
2: That's exactly why I did it.
0: Can you imagine yep. if you're a Behind the Steel Curtain listener? And, hey, it's out there. I've updated my Twitter. You guys are talking we about chose your Twitter. <laughs> you know, we've, oh, shared, we've shared it on Facebook. I mean, we're linked to Behind the Steel Curtain now. Can you imagine if you're like, man, I wonder about these guys. So let me check out what they're doing now. And you're listening to this where we've hey, gone from Steelers to this
2: – This is all still very far behind the Steel Curtain. Yes. Very, very far <laughs> behind it. They didn't <laughs> – Identify how far behind the steel curtain this was.
0: <laughs> Boy, I, I wonder what the horror is on people's little face. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and we so, did
2: there's there's some be behind behind up, open. Right, Buckle up, people.
0: Buckle up,
2: people. This is what you're going to get. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Like or not.
2: If you think we're we not going to talk about the logistical technicalities of the rapture behind the steel curtain, <laughs> yes. You are sorely mistaken.
0: Definitely. Hey, <laughs> let's get through some of these other topics. Um, Why not? <laughs> I brought this up, and hey, I like our friend Jeff Timmons. Love the fact he came on the show. Thank you, Jeff Timmons. Uh, hey, I understand. You know, we're we're still kind of get, trying to get through the pandemic. We're into what do you call it? Um, nostalgia. You know, during this pandemic, we're going to our past for shows we liked or bands we liked or whatever, and. You know, Jeff was good enough to admit, hey, that's partly why 98 Degrees is getting popular again. That's why they're touring. They got new music out and everything. Here's my question. And I know these boy bands stick together. I'm not making fun of Jeff Timmons. But um, Backstreet Boys, another boy band around the time of 98 Degrees, they're doing a holiday residency in Las Vegas. And you guys know what that means. They're going to be doing time in Las Vegas. They're going to be setting up shop in Las Vegas where, you know, they may have their own theater and everything. Now, I understand. um, Oh, you know, there's been some noble people who have done residencies. I'm not sure if Backstreet Boys deserve a a Las Vegas residency. (laughs) Am I being mean or what's up? I think it's it's fair. It's
2: it's what's going to draw, you know, is they they must be doing the kind of market research that they know that there are people who are uh, of the age who would look back on their career with nostalgia and those are people who are part of their customer base so I'm sure that they've done that research and it all works for them. It also looks like it's a short, it's a limited thing. It's not... Okay. Like, uh, uh Celine was there for, like, a couple of years, right? She just kept doing it. The, I think the article said it was only, like, 12 shows or something.
0: Okay, I can get that. And I'll yeah. I'll be honest. I'm not being mean to Celine Dion, but if we were in Las Vegas and we said we have to go to a residency, and you either show me Celine or Backstreet Boys, I'm I'm doing Backstreet Boys. That's probably the controversial take of the night, but I... Okay. I, I'd pick backstreet boys and Celine if i had to pick one of the two.
2: So Celine did one, Brittany did one, J Lo did one, and now Backstreet Boys. Paul, which one would you go to?
1: There's no bookstores in the options or... yeah, yeah. No. You have no, to go no, there go is one. not
2: a there is not a bookstore <laughs> residency in Vegas. No. Right. You've got go to go one. And I'm Where gonna be honest again? with you, a lot of the bookstores in Vegas, Paul, you're probably not gonna be interested <laughs> in <laughs> yeah.
1: What are my options again?
2: Uh, Britney, Brittany, Brittany JLo Backstreet.
1: I I guess Backstreet Boys, if those are my options.
2: Really? Oh man. Yeah. What, what Gosh, you to, I think I would honestly, because of my assumptions of having of her having had a show there for a long run. I bet you the production values of Celine Dion's show are going to be amazing. I don't, I don't know if I would want to sign up for two hours of listening to Celine Dion, like CDs. Okay. Like that's not what I would want, but I guarantee <laughs> you that show is going to be like knock down drag out. It's going to be something to behold. I'm pretty sure. Uh, honestly, if I sure were in Vegas and I had, a, us. if I had an option, well, that's kind of the backside of it. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, if I had a if I had a choice, I'd be going to Cirque du Soleil. But uh, if I have to go to one of these shows, I'd probably go to Celine. I only know one Celine because I mean, you're basically
1: song. hearing two hours of that Titanic song if you go to Celine.
0: Yeah, I only know that song. Do you guys know any other Celine sounds? <laughs> so, so I'm pretending be...
2: that my screen froze.
0: Yeah, you'll be waiting for two hours for
2: that song. And what if that's not? Her and it'll record. happen, and it'll be amazing. I don't know hardly any of these people's catalogs anymore. I don't know what they're going to sing. I, I probably know about three. I know Britney like songs. three Britney songs. Okay? okay, like I don't, I don't follow her catalog. I don't okay. know that many songs by J Lo. I'm there. I am not their target audience. Okay. Yeah, I don't know
1: that there'd be much difference from that. The bookstore I'd accidentally walk into, or JLo Lo, Britney. Things. So oh. like, I can't listen to the Titanic song. I'm going to say that that's another reason
2: why I choose to go to the Celine show. I, I have a feeling that it'd be a little bit more my speed. Oh,
0: very now,
2: lovely. if you had a, a Rage Against the Machine uh, residency, I might go to that. Uh, if you had a White Stripes one, I'd probably go to that. Uh, but this is all a, a, a brand of pop music that's not necessarily my jam. Well, and maybe it's
0: showing that we're. It'll be like
1: the, the speed of a sloth, though. That would just oh, two man. hours of ballads.
2: Then I get in a nice nap. Vegas is overstimulating. <laughs> so I get in a nice nap and I can get back to the slot machines after. But you're paying a couple hundred Actually, bucks. Actually, the nice buffet. Night. I'm not going to lie. I'd be yeah. spending most of my time at the
0: buffet. Go nap at Gosh. the buffet. You know you'll save money. You, you don't have to nap a Celine Dion show.
2: Well, I'm going to be ready to nap after all of the time I spent at the buffet. All right. <laughs> I think the other thing that I spotted, if I I was reading this article quickly, so I think it's also booked to be a Christmas thing. Wow. So they have a couple of Christmas songs that they already have uh, written and produced and whatever, and they're. Coming up with the rest of a Christmas set, so it's going to be a a holiday themed thing anyway. Backstreet Boys. Well, I'm sure they'll have a couple of hits in there as well, but it's built to be a a holiday extravaganza.
0: And isn't um? Speaking of our friend Jeff Timmons, isn't um Jeff Timmons' mail review from what he told us isn't our residency? So you could. Choose I don't understand the nature
2: of the question. What are you saying?
0: Well, you know. You know <laughs> Jeff was telling us on the phone that he's out there in Vegas doing a residency. I I thought it was a residency where he was hosting the mail reviews. The Chippendales, they have a show.
2: I don't think that's considered a residency. I think that's just a show.
0: Okay. (laughs) The Chippendales of Sub Shop in Vegas.
2: (laughs) Right. I think that's uh, it. And it may or may not be part of a uh, casino. I don't know. And remember, I don't know that much about Jeff Timmons's mail review. And
0: my favorite <laughs> quote of history, where Jeff Justin says, "I'm like the Ryan Seacrest. He's he's not the performer; he's the host of the <laughs> Chippendales show. So he's yeah. like the he's like the Ryan. How do you put it? it was I'm the Ryan Seacrest of the Chippendales, which made me laugh. I don't know. That, that was a fun quote. I like.
1: it. was this clear with Michael Bublé that somebody else does? Christmas show? I mean,
2: that's... Yeah. I It won't stop him up from doing one. Yeah,
1: but he's it can't market. stop I mean, him. That's... It's
2: like him and Mariah. <laughs> they like just hibernate all year and then in yeah. uh, as soon as thing, uh, Halloween hits, they, they're woken from their frozen hibernation <laughs> and wheeled out there to sing Christmas songs for us again.
1: Maybe. He's sustained by that bubble... <laughs> Carbonated
0: water stuff, <laughs> the bubble water. What about our friends, Michael W. Smith, and Amy Grant? Uh, this <laughs> was very strange. Okay, so you're saying Backstreet Boys are doing a residency to support their Christmas music, and yeah, they put out some albums. I'm not sure what their hit Christmas songs are. It was funny a couple years Make ago. I got look it up. <laughs> I I got a chance. Well, check this. Out. I got a chance to interview Amy Grant, and she was coming to one uh, Newark, a small town. She was trying to sell tickets for a small venue. Um, it, uh, they call it intimate Sang. It was like an acoustic uh, concert. She was having trouble selling tickets. So I buy tickets for um, at Christmas time of the same year. Uh, it was Amy Grant, Micah W. Smith at Nationwide Arena. They sold the arena out. Yeah. Which I'm like, wow. Amy was having trouble selling tickets for a small venue in Newark. But their national tour came in with Michael W. Smith, and I guess everyone loves the Christmas music. Because I was like, "This doesn't make sense." I and mean, we were looking around the arena; or they like, love Michael W. Smith. Maybe. <laughs> I, I I will say this: here's. But here's, if it's a
2: national tour with uh, the resources and PR of a of a national tour, then you know it's easier to get the word out. If then if you're just doing something on your own,
0: well. I'll be honest, and, and you guys say, "Hey, you're waiting for the crazy combo night." Here, here it comes.
2: Oh my. <laughs> um,
0: My wife loves Michael and Amy Grant, so it was great. We buy her tickets. Um, we got upgraded because this, the road that we bought was kind of blocked by a. There was some big stage in the middle of the arena, so they moved us up front. We literally had front row tickets to the concert. My wife was like, "Whoa, this is great!" and everything. I gotta tell you. I like Amy Grant. I like Micah W. Smith. It was like watching Willie Mays when Willie Mays finished his career with the Mets. It wasn't the same Amy Grant and Micah W. Smith. They lost, <laughs> they lost something off their fastball. I just put it like that. <laughs> it, it wasn't in their prime Amy Grant and Micah W. Smith. Um,
2: uh, what was different about it?
0: And they were getting older. I'll put it that way. You know what I mean? It just The voices weren't where they used to be, to be okay. honest. Well, which is fine. We all get there. Sure. Some some people have noticed for years. Probably listen to this and saying, "Yeah, they've <laughs> lost some off their fastball." But, you know, Paul, Joe, and Chris are right there right now. I mean, it happens to all of us. It just wasn't the strongest. I never moment. had a fastball, so right. That's true.
2: I don't have to worry about that.
0: But hey, yeah. Striper's still cutting new albums. Yeah, there you go. Good stuff. Well, all of our all of our music heroes are getting old, and that's part of it too. I mean, you know. These guys would like growing yeah. up. They're older than we are, and we're, we're getting old. So it's definitely tough. So, all right. So, yeah, buy your Backstreet Boys tickets. See, that's all it is. It's just a ploy to get people to buy Backstreet Boys tickets. That's the only reason we're talking about. Can there you take two, a space flight two, from
1: ooh, Pittsburgh to hello. Vegas?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Where definitely.
2: you are served the subway Cali Fresh. Uh, <laughs> their two previous Christmas songs are Christmas Time. Which was okay. recorded in in nineteen ninety six, and it's Christmas time again, oh, in twenty twelve,
0: and they'll they'll probably
2: yeah. I still know that it's Christmas time again.
0: Yes, yes, <laughs>
2: <laughs> and Christmas time Tokyo Drift.
0: So it'll be two hours of different versions of Christmas
1: time. <laughs> yes, songs have Christmas time. They should re-do that. The, the one song I always scratch my head. The uh... I think it's a bunch of the bunch of artists who did that song that it there won't be snow in Africa this Christmas. Oh, no. as opposed to all the typical snowy Christmases <laughs> in Africa. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be
2: great. Was yeah. it like a uh, sending like a benefit song yeah, from like yeah, the late eighties yeah.
1: or something? <sighs>
2: if we we snow can...
1: in Africa this Christmas,
2: yeah. If we can play, well, music it does for snow in part see. of Africa, right? Doesn't it snow in South Africa?
1: Maybe the is it far enough south? that...
0: that
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't
0: know, okay.
2: Like Argentina and Chile in South America, they snow.
1: I think it's no, they have mountains too, though. It's
2: does yeah, that factor in. I'm, I guess, might, I I guess they, I would I'm not think, a geologist.
0: <laughs> if, if the backstreet boys are in Vegas, and I'm sure these tickets are going to be very expensive. You've gotta have everybody rock your body on that on that set list, right I mean you gotta okay, have everybody rock your body <laughs> well, but one thing wasn't that their song like their big song you know back oh, shoots back all right I, that's the only song one of those bands have. did it <laughs> right well one thing is they gotta be pulling out the hits i mean it might be a Christmas. Tour, but you, the guy pull out the two or three hit wonders that they're, oh, yeah, I would
2: hope so, or at least a medley or something.
0: Yeah, who knows? So, I'm sure it'll be up on YouTube. Maybe we'll check out once he hits YouTube. You never know.
2: You know, some will be, be sharing a uh, new
0: camera, you know, <laughs> working, it. Uh, How I long tour that picks it up as their annual Christmas show?
1: It'll uh, be the NBC.
0: Well. Geez, with all the streaming services out there, somebody will pick up somewhere, probably, right? You know, yeah. they're going to
2: record it. There's no way that they don't.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, maybe it might not hit NBC, but it'll be on Peacock or I don't know, one of those minor streaming services, I'm sure. So, yeah. who knows? Um, a couple other things I wanted to mention, uh, LeBron James. Uh, this is a story that happened a couple of weeks ago, but I guess we could talk a little bit about Space Jam as well. But it was interesting, uh, LeBron. Um, his high school that he graduated from, St. Vincent, St. Mary, they renamed their core after him years ago. Well, if you haven't heard yet, Bronny James is a sophomore this year in high school. He's good. Uh, they're, they're not sure if he's as good as LeBron James is, but you know he's got a chance of playing the NBA. Well, hey, say what you want about LeBron James. He follows his family around. He went to the game. Uh, he went back to Akron. He's not hiding in a suite. He was up there on the front row. Um, and so during the game, they have announcers. It's like Rucker Park. Um, when you play at Rucker Park, the announcers don't just say foul on Paul Yantick, or something. They'll do play-by-play as the PA announcer. You know, say, hey, look at that sweet move and everything. So during the game, this was like an AAU game because it's the summer. I and mean, we're not playing high school basketball right now. Bronny, which is LeBron's kid, drives to the hoop. There's a foul called him. So the guy doing PA to everybody, I mean, he's doing play-by-play play where everybody in <laughs> the gym could hear him. He makes a crack about, oh, they only called that because dad's name's on the gym. Ha, 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 ha. So an irate LeBron came over, stopped the game, started yelling at the PA announcer. Now, when you first hear this, you're like, oh, should we be Matt LeBron? I say, go, LeBron. You can't be yelling about you or your kid. I thought that was kind of crazy.
1: Yeah, that was on un- that was out of line. That I mean, it, it, I feel bad for Bronny. I mean, just the amount of pressure that's going to be on that kid, and to, to throw a crack in like that too. That's just let let him be him. Don't
0: yeah. I know. Le- I know LeBron's controversial. I, I actually wrote a story for work the other day. Um, there was some study saying. He's got four times as many, they call it mean messages. And this isn't just, hey, I don't like this show. This is, hey, you fill in the blank with a cuss word or whatever. He's gotten four times as many messages last year on Twitter than any other athlete in the world, which is crazy. It averaged out to 400, it was was like 366 mentions of him with something awful and mean. Can you imagine that? Like, can you imagine opening your Twitter timeline each day and, you know, you can click on notifications. And and I'm sure there's other notifications are nice, like, man, he's the greatest player, or, hey, I like the guy, or whatever. Can you imagine going through 366 you a blank type messages every day? <laughs> Average every day. So, uh, just, this is you why
2: know. you have a publicist.
0: Right. And, and, I bet you're I not doing it. Somebody else is. Like,
1: I, I don't think I'd be phased if I was living LeBron's life. Just like, oh, say whatever you want. I don't care.
2: Well, especially <laughs> at this <laughs> point. Especially at this point, too. Like, that's something he's been facing for years. So well, it's not anything new. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine what it was when he left Cleveland?
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, I and Obviously, he's taking some political stances, which is fine. But I'm sitting here, and I'm like, okay, even if you're sitting here, don't agree with his political stances. Hey, he's a human being. I mean, especially if you call yourself somebody of faith, you don't say crazy stuff about other people. You know, he's a human. Yeah, I know he makes a lot more money and is a lot better at basketball than you or I are, but you still need to treat him as a human, even if you don't agree with what he says. It's just ridiculous, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. Fun stuff. Hey, um, other thing I forgot about this. This is Big Space Jam. Weekend, I guess it comes out tomorrow. Uh, Paul, I think you have HBO Max. Are you checking out Space Jam The New Legacy, which is the new um LeBron movie? No, no, (laughs) I never saw the first one. Whoa,
1: nothing about the premise entices me at all.
2: I'm not gonna lie, I I don't think I I I ever watched the original. The
1: glory of the Loki finale, (laughs) I have no room
2: for Space Jam. Yep. Yeah, I watched the Loki finale today, too. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> but, yeah, I don't think I ever watched the original either. I was never – I can't stand Michael Jordan, so why would I watch that? I'll tell also, you- I never really liked any of the reboots of Bugs Bunny or, you know, Daffy Duck, any of that stuff. All the reboot stuff, the stuff they made in the 90s were all just horrible. I never liked any of those things. So it was like, just give me the original – Bugs Bunny cartoons Even no. some of the some of the weird <laughs> Unacceptable ones uh, They were what they were back in the day I liked some of the ones where they would beat up Hitler, that was fun I gotta tell you something <laughs> embarrassing And I just looked this up to make sure I had this right The original Space Jam
0: Came out in 1996 uh, I didn't get married to 99 My wife and I watched that In the theater I literally went to my wife and said, I like cartoons. Because, you know, we're like, hey, we're going to go to a movie. You always have a discussion. What can we agree on that's being played? Mm-hmm. I went to her and said, hey, Ben, you know, I, I like basketball. I was an NBA guy at the time. I'm not as much now. I said, let's watch this. I like cartoons. I like the NBA. Hey, you, you kind of like cartoons. We're good. She looked at me like I was a alien. Halfway doing the show, and you know, I can't say, Hey, we were married, we were dating at the time, we weren't married at the time. I am so fortunate that she's with me, you know what I mean? It's true, yeah. I mean, there's some girls out there probably say, Hey, hit the road, Jack, you know? you're done, you're done. Don't take me to see Space Jam, you know,
2: we're All done. Right. Goodbye. Let's
0: well, see, go
1: going back around that time. I, I remember rushing to the theater to see Robin Hood Men in Tights,
0: yeah was your wife? She
1: wanted to know part of that, she, probably, she's not a that? slapstick comedy thing.
2: I nope. probably waited until that came to that dollar movie theater that was in the corner of that one shopping center <laughs> over by Belden Village.
0: Yeah. I used I mean, to see a
2: lot of stuff over there because it was a dollar.
0: I, I miss places <laughs> like
2: that. I remember watching Twins there.
0: Because oh, I wow. The say. movie
2: Twins. I remember I went yeah. with Todd Todd Lackey, you know. R.I.P. God rest his soul We were watching Twins and it was Three quarters of the way through the movie And all of a sudden he just started bursting out laughing And it wasn't This is the part of the slow part of the movie Where it's like not a whole lot of jokes or whatever And he just started cracking up And I was like what are you even laughing at and He's like I realized that I just in my mind Accepted the fact That that uh, these two guys Were twins Yeah <laughs> Yeah, I just accepted just it in my head, and uh, <laughs> that's that's absurd.
0: <laughs> I got to tell you, um, that was the first movie theater I ever went to. When, uh, my parents did not want me going to movies. They were old school. Hey, uh, yeah, my, movie theaters are dens of the devil. My first movie I attended was that theater because my parents didn't want me going to movies. I mean, period, at all. So it was very strange.
2: Yeah, so mine, I, mine didn't either. It. I had gone to movies before then, but
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: well, they they did not like it at all. Yeah.
0: Well, I looked at that and said, hey, personal choice. So, I mean, it was fine. It, it was funny because near the end, my, my dad wasn't moving around that much. And my dad was trying to say, you know, I'll relent. Let's all go to a movie. And this is later in my dad's life and everything. And it was funny. I was telling dad. I went to see Lincoln. I actually fell asleep, and I was frustrated because that was a great movie. I was just tired. You know You know how it is when we do late-night podcasts like we're doing, you know, yeah. hey, we say and do really weird things. Well, I fell asleep. And, I, and Dad's like, oh, so you want to see Lincoln? That sounds like a good movie. We should go see it. Well, he didn't realize that Lincoln was out, and there was a movie called Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. I don't know if you guys remember Dude. that. And I said, yes. Dad, we're, we're not going to go see Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Well, why is that? You, I thought you liked Lincoln. No, that's totally different. You're not Oh gonna... man. I mean, it, it's it, like
2: it... people who get uh, sucked in by uh, 28, uh, 28 days later, yeah, and they accidentally <laughs> get the movie Twenty Eight Days. Right. <laughs> it's a very different experience. If my dad well, would Pride and Prejudice and Zombies.
0: <laughs> if, my, if my dad went to that movie, I don't know. He probably walked out and tried to. He, he probably felt we were having to get saved together, so they had been like, "Oh, yeah, would has been a horrifying." So.
1: so my my worst theater experience. I took my kids to see Happy Feet Two. Happy Ooh. Feet One, kind of a cute movie. I love penguins. We saw Happy Feet Two. Forty five minutes into that movie, I am rooting from the core of my soul for the penguins to just die.
2: Wow, horrible experience. Wow, was wow. bad. Bad. What what do they do? I don't hey. remember Happy Feet Two. Happy Feet Two is the kind of movie that we buy on DVD to put on for my kids to watch, and me not to be in the room.
1: Happy Feet Two is like they're they're all kind of clustered in this like little valley with penguins, but then there's iceberg is melting. It's about to like crush them all, and they're trying to find someplace else to live. And I'm like, just crush them already. Let's end this. Just I want to go home.
2: I don't think that would have gone over well for the kids. I don't think. My daughter's Maybe eight. all the penguins so Wow. My
0: my daughter's eight. She has special needs. And um well, autism. And her first movie we took her to was Frozen 2. And man, my ears were stuffed up. I couldn't hear a thing. And I, movies for people with oh, autism. That would
2: be a beautiful way to watch that movie.
0: Oh, it's 10 a.m. Saturday morning, all the lights are on. So you see everything in the theater. So there's kids screaming, they distract you. I couldn't hear a thing, and yeah. my child wasn't paying much attention. Um, she heard the song, Into the Unknown, I guess, was the big song in that movie. And she started singing along yes, with Yes, it them. is. Yeah, yeah, very strange. And good that theaters offer that. I know for um, kids and adults with autism, you know, sometimes you need a special experience, which is sure. Great. It's tough. It's not a good setting if you want to really sit and watch a movie. But hey, you know, right? Made my daughter happy.
2: But, you, but you're doing it for her. Yeah, and that's
1: that's, right. what, that's yeah, what the, we'll it Ours myself. was our theater had like it was I think every Wednesday at ten o'clock, like for a dollar, you can see all these like old kids movies. And I wanted my dollar back after Happy Feet Two.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I could have used that dollar for something else. <laughs> I could put it into four quarters and then promptly lose all of those quarters in my couch.
0: <laughs> Would have been better spent that. Would way.
2: have been better spent than this.
0: <laughs> Yikes. Uh, all right, a couple things uh, we're not going to get to everything on my list, but a couple of oh, uh, Well, uh, we've, we've got a hard we're, out of 11. o'clock. We're, we're fading fast. You know, yeah. We're yeah, <laughs> I, we're okay now. I'm actually feeling half decent right now, but after 11, you know, it's going to happen. We're going to go. Turn into it's going to nuts. Right.
1: Yep. Uh,
0: that's why we have to tape our behind the steel curtain podcast before the other one, because we don't want to go, <laughs> <laughs> go down uh, on the other one. So, right. Um, hey, we got to mix this. We talked about night court when we were doing some reviews uh, Charlie Robinson, yeah, I like that character. You played Mac, yeah, he died, yeah. cardiac arrest and cancer, 75. Mm. All of your night court buddies are, are dying, on us, uh, Joe.
2: Mm. Sad news,
0: yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't
2: like that idea, but you know, he had a pretty good career. He, you know, they was. Very successful with that role and in that show. And he went on and directed some stuff afterwards, didn't he? I think he directed some television uh, after that show was over.
0: Yeah, he, he was on He was on Mom. I didn't know that. He was on Home Improvement, NCIS, The Guest Book. I mean, yeah, appearances <laughs> in that.
2: Probably, yeah, just one episode appearances or that kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I've never. I've never actually seen the show, Mom. So I don't know who all is on that. I love Alice and Janie, but, um, yeah,
0: it was a show. I don't think it did anything to stick out either way. But it
2: was it's still show. around. There's other shows that get canceled and whatever else. Oh it's... no, I mean,
0: I think this is last year. Yeah, this is the last year because yeah, he... the,
2: last year cause the other, the other person left. Yeah, Anna, Anna Ferris didn't she yeah. leave?
0: She left a year before the show was over. Stuff.
2: So. I mean, it's yeah. called mom, so you know. Yeah, <laughs> the show's about mom.
0: <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, I'm going to skip around a little bit. I definitely want to get to the story. This is my favorite story of the day. Um, okay, so I didn't know this. On uh, the goldfish I had, die after a couple of days because I'm not sure how to take care of it. They die. You flush it down the toilet because they're dead. Well, apparently, um, I, I know. I didn't know this was a thing. So if you're trying to get rid of your goldfish, your goldfish isn't dead, you take them out to the l- creek and just let go or the pond or the l- local lake. They're saying, don't do this. Because I, if you look at the link here, and maybe this will be a show picture, they're showing these pictures of goldfish. And do you see this 20-pound goldfish on the link? I th- I thought it was the craziest thing I've ever seen mm-hmm. in my life. And they're saying It was on,
1: I think, Inside Edition or something. Talked. They showed video of like this whole school of these massive goldfish in this lake. It's like the oddest thing. They're talking about how people who who get one as a pet but then can't don't want to commit to it. It's like you can't commit to five days. What?
0: Well, I'm assuming this top picture is—is is this goldfish not alive or is this alive? At the, top of story, at the top of the story, he has a UK shirt on. Uh, the, I don't know. Because it looks like the goldfish has its mouth around this guy's hand. Like, well, I thinking.
2: mean, that's how you... Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, hold it.
0: I, I, I'm wondering, uh, are, are, are goldfish dangerous? Could they bite you? I mean, they look they look oh, I mean, no. Okay.
2: Did, no. Did you see what so. they
0: use for bait? A biscuit?
2: A biscuit? biscuit.
1: <laughs> he used a biscuit as bait. Well, I feel a, a Popeye's biscuit. Goldfish, I, 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 I could understand that. The
2: twenty-pound goldfish. Yeah, I, that's kind of the thing with goldfish. They grow to whatever size they have room for. That's why they're yeah. always so small. You have them very small, and you have a bunch of them in a tank, and that's, you know, they don't have a whole lot of room to grow, and they often die very early because you put them in your little fish bowl at home and you don't clean the water and you don't feed it properly. And so it dies. Um, But they live, can live longer than that. And they grow to whatever size they can based off of where they're living. So like if you, even if you put just one or two goldfish in a larger aquarium, if they were more or less by themselves, they grow a lot bigger than they would in your little fish tank.
0: I wonder what makes goldfish grow like that. Because that, because using that logic, if you were in a confined in a cell, you couldn't grow more. You'd be a small guy. Like if you had a to good to jail when you were like eighteen, and you were small, and you were in a tight, cramped cell, you couldn't grow anymore. If you're like a goldfish, so why are goldfish like that? Like uh. you only grow as big as what you're in. That. That's strange. I mean, that's it? a
2: life philosophy, you know. If you move to a, a new <laughs> job opportunity or a new environment, then you have the ability to grow as a person. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I'm not a. Uh, I'm not into biology. I don't know why that is, but I I know that's that's part of goldfish and koi and whatever. That's why I like the people who want the ponds that are in front of like businesses and you know offices and whatever. I like that. Like they have to. Grow those fish, especially so they'll be a perfect, si- perfect size. Perfect size—I'm using air quotes—perfect uh, size <laughs> for those small ponds that, so that they don't get any bigger than that. So, I don't know; it's weird, and probably in uh, in the future, it's going to seem like a pretty gross practice. But you know, that's the reality of goldfish. But they also aren't built to live in ponds and lakes and that kind of stuff. They tend to really mess up that ecosystem, which is. What any animal does when you put it in the wrong ecosystem, it just or plants for that matter, it'll mess up everything. We've all gained
0: weight. I mean, you know, COVID hasn't you know, it's I think it's because it my
2: weight. environment has allowed me to gain weight. <laughs>
0: well we're, we're living in these what, thousand square foot houses, or I don't know how big your <laughs> house is, but we're living in this bigger house. We need to live in a fifteen square foot area and we probably lose weight, right? If we're like, I don't fish. think oh, that's that necessarily
2: works. true. There's, okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's got to be a flaw in that logical okay. argument somewhere.
0: Wouldn't it be as
2: Wouldn't it be cool if it was as easy as
0: that? You know, we just live in small could,
2: places. Or we could just eat less food and exercise oh. more.
0: <laughs> Why?
2: <laughs> How dare you? That's that's maybe easy. we should stop eating the Subway sandwiches. Yes.
0: <laughs> but they're healthy. <laughs> It says healthy on the Hallie Fresh baby. They, they wouldn't lie if it's if they say it's healthy. They it's wouldn't fair. lie.
2: Why would they lie? What would yeah. be their
0: motivation to lie? They're a business. Oh no! Know?
1: Come on. That guy that did that Super Size Me documentary.
2: Oh yeah, well, he oh, yeah. did.
1: Did you see the follow up to that one? The uh, mm-hmm. something about the chicken wars. Oh, like, no. he, oh he was no. exploring like all of these oh. things. Like when, when it says free range chicken.
2: Oh and yeah. What you
1: have to qualify to put that on your packaging basically
2: is you nothing. put a little
1: patio on your your barn and as long as chickens have the opportunity to go outside they can but they're so fat they can but they have the opportunity and so Nike is a free range. Now it's
2: free range chicken.
1: <laughs> wow. Okay.
2: Yeah, it's garbage. All the kind of stuff that we put on labels and stuff. They're all lies.
1: The chickens are like they're grown to die like really quick. They're just Real fat, real fast, and die, and that's yeah,
2: like a goldfish in a lake. <laughs> so,
0: so th- yeah, I, I just find it so strange. So that goldfish that we saw in that picture, and we'll have a link on the podcast for those of you listening in. So, if little Johnny kept him in that little, you know, bowl that he had for that poor little fish,
2: right? So th-
0: the fish would have been what you know that small now. It would yeah. have grown to 20 pounds. Wow.
2: Yeah. It would not have. It's also highly unlikely that it would have lived very long because of the poor water quality. And Okay. That kid's going to forget to feed it.
0: So I guess the lesson learned is don't be a goldfish. That's probably not a good life. Like right. If you can choose what animal or person you want to be, don't choose a goldfish because it's not going to be a pleasant. Bad right? career choice. Yeah. Yeah. it was interesting i talked uh what what's the faith that believes you can get reincarnated um there's hindu a, right yeah there's a few different ones but yeah okay yeah. i i think it was hindu I and mean, i was talking to a uh, a coworker that that believed that and you know he was kind enough to say hey it's it's a little crazy isn't it and i'm like uh, <laughs> kind of <laughs> uh, but the funny thing about it is the hard thing if you really believe in that faith is who would want to come back as a goldfish? You know what I mean? Like if, because apparently you could choose what you want to come back as, according to Hindu, if I if I understand that correctly. Well a flaw in that faith is why would you choose to come back as a goldfish then? That wouldn't be fun, right? Well maybe that's like when you're
1: too young to know what you're like, maybe that's like your your first form where you didn't really it okay. was like, oh I like goldfish and, and but then as you you know, obviously you wouldn't opt for it later in life. That you're gonna—I don't know what you'd opt for later in life,
0: but so like, I guess, I so you get to choose as time goes on, right? Like you sign the form saying, "All right, if I die today, it's gonna be a goldfish." But as you get older, you're like, "Man, I'd rather be a horse or something," right? And then <laughs> You change. I don't know.
2: Well, isn't the idea that because of the quality of life that you led, you move further oh, up the? Okay, so yeah, if you are. Say. It, that's the whole karma thing, right? So, like, it's, if you lived a poor life, then you will go down the food chain.
0: So, so you're a scuzz bucket if you if you come back as a goldfish, right? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, pretty much.
2: Well, Maybe.
0: I mean, there's probably worse.
2: Depends on how you there's live so as a goldfish. There's
0: that leaves open.
2: <laughs> Depends on how your goldfish life is. If you've I, done <laughs> well as a goldfish, then you go up. But if not, then you're going down.
0: I'm just <laughs> chuckling because again, you know it's out there we're we're going to join behind the steel curtain, and if someone's out there going, "I wonder what these guys sound like. I wonder what their logic train is, man, if you listen to this past hour, we've went from oh man uh, we we've went from i mean we've talked about faith, from rapture to reincarnation to oh man, w- what a show. If they're still listening,
1: they're they're going to be fans. That means they're enjoying it. I don't think they listen this right. long if they hate it.
2: Right. And, and that, <laughs> were who, would, yeah, who would get this far, honestly? <laughs>
0: uh, unless the Steelers take a team building trip on Richard Branson's plane, we're probably not going to talk about you know Richard Branson on the Steelers show or or Challenge. reincarnation Accepted. or <laughs> rapture or whatever. Yeah. But man. It could be a little bit of everything. I mean, this was fun, though. I'm not criticizing. Although
1: say, our new punter almost looks like a 20 pound goldfish. So.
0: Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. Shots
2: fired. Uh, ooh.
0: <laughs> See, here's the other thing about this us being like, i not
2: body shame our punter. <laughs>
0: I'm he, not body shaming. Here's the other thing about this Steelers podcast. We're out there. I mean, Deontay Johnson's already blocked me. I mean, you never know. <laughs> Mark Madden may turn hey, his eyes on this. Who knows? be
2: fair. He blocked you before.
0: Yeah. No, before he, he heard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he definitely did. It's okay. <laughs> but I know. I mean, hey, very interesting. Uh, speaking, um, and I'll give a plug. Um, by the time you hear this, you'll hear we have a podcast with uh, Columbus Dispatch reporter Alison Ward. And I, I bring this up. You talked about body shaming and our punter. There is a Fat Babes Club of Columbus that she was talking about. Get this, no body shaming allowed. um, Just if you're overweight, mostly girls, sometimes guys show up too. They celebrate the fact, they celebrate their bodies. And Allison was out there covering the pool party. And obviously, you know, overweight people, it's okay. And I said, well, was anybody there saying, hey, you know, here's some help here's some diet tips. And I said, no, we don't, they don't talk about diet tips at all.
1: Yeah. Just to be clear, like, you know, there's the body mass index scale and there's right. like, you know, obese and morbidly, ob- like I'm, I'm at the point on the body mass index where it's like, you're still alive. Really? That's so I just want to
0: <laughs> be clear. There's no, there's no body shaming coming from this. <laughs> well, my, my quota, where I have to do at least one or two crazy comments for podcasts. I was telling Allison, because the, our the the guy co-host that was on the show with us, he's married too. And I said, hey, we're married. We're not going to the Fat Babes Club of Columbus. But I said, man, if you're a guy and it's mostly girls there, what a great place to pick up chicks. I mean, you know, you, you walk in there and you're one of the only guys there. And man, the woman will zoom right to you. Where Where's there a beach in Columbus? It's a swimming pool. I mean it's not yeah, you know, pool park. Okay. I mean yeah. it's really not a beach. Not okay. like a
2: real beach, no.
0: Well actually there are a couple small beaches, but it's just a dam. Like one there's a dam where up the waterway there's a beach and I mean it's not
2: somebody dumps in the sand by a lake.
0: <laughs> I'll put it this way, my wife and I are trying to save money this summer. Um, so we had a great Monday. I mean, uh, the kids were at summer camp. I was off. She was off. And we're like, we're going to have a date day. And we're like, hey, let's not spend that much money. One of our options was she loves the beach. I said, well, you want to go to Allen Creek Dam, the beach up there? And she just loves the beach. And she's like, no, not there. The bathrooms are dirty. It's, just, it's rough.
2: So Yeah. It's just yeah. too sad. <laughs> yeah,
0: I wouldn't choose to go to Allen Creek. It's not no. Myrtle Beach or anything. So don't – I mean, you can tell your wife, hey, I'm taking to Allen Creek Beach. and
2: Taking you to the beach.
0: Right, but she won't be happy once. Beach vacation to... when she, yeah, packs, she gets uh, like
2: four days of uh, clothes, and then you just go to Allen Creek.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so get this. In addition to all the crazy stuff we've talked about tonight – I just ripped my home city, so I'll probably never be welcome here again. <laughs> and next week, we'll, before we um, do our podcast, we'll be on the curtain call, and I'm saying I've got ripped Cleveland Browns and Cincinnati Bengals fans. I'm not gonna be friends. It'll, it'll just be you, me, the three of us. Yep. We'll, be our, we'll be our only friends. It'll be it'll, it'll be interesting. So. Mm-hmm. And,
2: they to of, and they yes, will kick you out. And they will kick you out of the state it. of Ohio. Yes. You will be booted from the state of Ohio.
0: That would be sad. <laughs> I don't know what I would do. <laughs> Very good. So, oh hey, update. Um, we talked about Dan Tierney. He was a guest on that show. Uh, it was funny. Um, his boss, Governor Mike DeWine, announced this week we're probably going back to some type of a cash reward for getting vaccines, and it might probably be less money because it'll attract more winners. Um, a criticism of the vaccine million that we talked to Dan about that night was there was only five winners so you know more people got vaccinated which was a good thing but people were disappointed they didn't get to win so the hope is they'll try to have more winners next time so what a world we live in how how great that is
2: (laughs) that's typical Yes, what they want is a participation trophy so let's for every ten dollars that people spend let's give them ten (laughs) dollars And just go get vaccinated. How about that? Can we do that? Come on, people.
0: (laughs) I I go back to, I think we've talked about on this show before. I mean, let's have a vaccine, not not vaccine contest. If you don't commit crime for a month, you're in the contest, you know? Safe cities contest, you know? If you don't speed or commit any felonies for a month, you're getting a drawing for a million bucks. How about that? Can you imagine how low crime would be if that happened? I don't know. I think it'd be great. I don't know but, uh, if it would work. <laughs> it'd be kind of like the reverse of the purge. You know, the purge. Movie. I think there are some
2: crimes that pay
1: better than a million. So.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and and the other thing is, as long as you didn't get caught, so you could still be out to committing tons of crimes if you. You could win the contest and still commit lots of crime. How about that?
2: Yep. It's all you got to do yeah. is avoid being caught.
0: The
2: which is kind of the idea. which is kind of the idea in the first place, right?
0: <laughs> Somebody right now is <laughs> tweeting behind the still curtain. <laughs> Joe Fratach said, "It's crimes okay as long as you don't get caught." You know, <laughs> okay. Oh, I can't. You just
2: gotta gotta stick to white collar crime because that seems to hardly ever get prosecuted. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Man, wouldn't that be great? You win the. It wouldn't be called Vax a Million. It'd be what the No Crime a Million or whatever the contest is called, and you could be a great criminal and still win money for not getting caught. Wow, that'd be great. That's a movie I want to create. You know, I got. There's got to be some movies that are going to come out about this. It'll be fa- fascinating. So, all right. Well, hey, it's eleven six, and the last six minutes have been crazy. I told you if we went past eleven, it would get really nuts. So we should probably close up before it gets really. You think weird. that
2: that few minutes was weirder than the previous hour? <laughs>
0: <No>. <laughs> we'll let our audience <laughs> be the judge of that. Okay,
2: it'll be great. Whatever.
0: All right. Anything else we should mention about the Steelers or? I All don't think so. Random, et cetera, no. junk we've talked about for the past hour and a half, I guess.
2: I think we're there. All right. Well, keep on checking our podcast network. Let's, let's land this space plane.
0: Yep. Well, I got to give some a quick promos. Uh, keep checking us out. We have different content every day uh, from Ohio News to pop culture to random stuff like we talked about tonight. Um, check out our sponsors, Chase Bank, um, you know, uh, Ashley Furniture. I almost forgot the name of it for a second. Um, click the links. Sign up. they will help you guys. they will help us out too. Uh, and um, yeah, check out our upcoming shows next week. We'll, we are slated to be on Curtain Call the talk some Steelers. We will also um, be taping our show uh, later that night. And then two weeks from tonight, our Pittsburgh Steelers Power Half Hour. Should we drink something during the show? Why people who do the power hour um kind of in college, if you do the power hour you're drinking alcohol. I don't think we should be drinking alcohol, but maybe yeah, I got it. we should have like I, sweet tea or water. I did not know that,
1: Chris, I don't know.
0: <laughs> well, I went to Malone. You know, it wasn't Malone. <laughs> oh, wait a minute, wait a
2: minute. Uh, hey, wait What were you saying? <laughs> the
0: alcohol we, parties we had have your favorite with, uh, your favorites
1: your favorite pop? On hand, I don't know it what to kick off with.
0: Milkshake, Top, milk. Oh, milkshake. Can you imagine? <laughs> like milkshakes, that'd be great. Yeah, I'm not I'm gonna like drink alcohol, but I, I we gotta have to have some fun like a milkshake or a sweet tea or a diet Pepsi. How about that? Yeah, so we should each have some type of a drink. You know, Joe's doing it, it'll be great.
2: So, this is just water. Okay, <laughs> uh, yeah. hey. Because I get to talking and my, my <laughs> mouth gets dry. Yeah, well, we can drink water. It should be good.
0: So, yeah, check that out. Um, we'll tape our first show two weeks from today, and you will see that on the um, Saturday version of uh, Behind the Still Curtain. So, all right, guys, thanks so much. Have a great day, and thanks for checking us out. All right, bye-bye.
1: Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast